Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. A panel of medical experts announced new anxiety screening protocol. So if you feel like life has become more strenuous since the start of the pandemic and that the tensions in the world seem to be ratcheting up even higher, you're not alone. Stress levels due to the pandemic, inflation, the environment, and global geopolitical tensions, just to name a few, have drastically increased since 2020, according to mental health professionals. Things have gotten so bad that at the end of September, a panel of medical experts appointed by the Federal Department of Health and Human Services announced that primary care doctors should begin screening all of their adult patients under the age of 65 for anxiety. Earlier this year, the same advisory group recommended a similar screening protocol for children and teenagers. And so, uh, before we just continue, I also want to say, rather than just changing the things that are leading to the anxiety that we know what it is, lack of labor uh, rights and protections, an economy that favors corporate America and not the working class, uh, gun policies that favor the, the gun manufacturers and not us, the working class people, rather than changing those things, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're saying, no, we need to adjust to that. And not only that, just this morning, Hope, and I should have sent you this article. I, I didn't want you to get depressed. So I, uh, but in some states now, in some schools, in Texas particularly, they're sending genetic kits home for parents to have genetic analysis at home should there be a school shooting and as a way to identify. Yes. For those of you that uh, Hope and I do this over Zoom, her facial expressions are, uh, as you can imagine, one that is horrified. Yes. Can you believe, rather than change policies, schools are now sending home genetic kits so that they could screen their children. This is horrifying. So, uh, um, yeah, I, I didn't send it to you this morning, Hope, because I didn't want you to be depressed as we got started. But the first, here's our first, our first article that we're reading, and, and uh, this is what we get. So, uh, <laughs> Doctor Dave, do you, you do you understand how my heart, like it, like my heart hurts hearing that? Like I, I, that, I that that made me lose my breath hearing you say that. I cannot I, imagine as a parent receiving a kit. To, te- to be able to, to test the blood or cells of something to see if that's my child. And take their fingerprints as well. Oh, I know. Oh my God. I know it's brutal. I, it's, I know it's brutal. This is modern day America. And that's what we do on this podcast is that we have to bring this news to our listeners to show how, how brutal this country is 
And even though this is a show that focuses on public health, we do it from the lens of public health. Mm -hmm. But because a lot of the policies that happen in this country that, again, continue to favor the elite and the status quo and the 1% have effects in public health. And certainly this is one of them. And in this story that we're, we're talking about today is, you know, primary care physicians are now being tasked with screening everybody who comes in the door for anxiety because the level of anxiety is so high in our country. Right. Oh, so this advisory group is called the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force and was created to help prevent mental health disorders from going undetected. Seeing the toll that the pandemic and the state of the world at large has been taking on mental health emphasizes the importance of the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force recommendations, as well as the need for better access to mental health care. In the six months between August 2020 and February 2021, for instance, the percentage of adults who experienced symptoms of anxiety or depression increased from 36% to 41%. That's inching closer to half of all Americans. And another shocking number is the increase in percentage of people who are taking medication for mental health reasons. Before the pandemic, it was almost 16%, and now it's 24, with over one-third of people on some kind of medication for mental health in some states. The hope is that the Preventative Service Task Force can shine a light on the ever-growing mental health crisis in this country and provide actionable steps to help those who might be suffering from anxiety or depression, matching them with a variety of care options. Although having primary care doctors screening for mental health disorders is an important step in the right direction, it's been pointed out that screening alone will not solve the mental health crisis, and that is true. There also needs to be steps in place after the screening to make sure there's a warm handoff to mental health specialists who can take the next steps to help the patient. In healthcare, a warm handoff means not just telling the patient to seek help and hoping they follow your advice, but actually connecting them directly with the person you're referring them to and proactively following up to ensure that the connection was made and is showing benefit. The increased screenings are important to make sure that mental health challenges are caught and addressed as soon as possible. The warm handoff is important to make sure the patient receives the care they need. But for these to translate into a better quality of life, we also need enough mental health providers, such as psychiatrists, psychologists, and therapists in order to confirm the results of the screening test and then to help those who are struggling to find their path to a better place. In a mental health field that has already spread thin, we also need to be investing in training more healthcare providers so that there are enough mental health specialists to respond to the need. And the last point here that needs to be made is also that the, because of our incredibly fragmented social service network and health insurance, uh, a lot of folks don't have insurance. And a lot of these folks don't deal with insurance companies and they take cash only. And those individuals uh, who may be needing the help cannot afford, I mean, if they can't even afford a $400 emergency, they're not going to be able to afford a hundred $25 session with a therapist uh, as well. So this is a huge issue uh, that we uh, are, are currently dealing with. So we're not only dealing with mental health crises around the country in, in response to the brutality uh, of American life, but these are also untreated. And, and let me ask you, Hope, what could go wrong there with folks who are untreated for mental health issues and not appropriately being managed. I, I can only imagine. Also, in a country with 400 million guns, I can only imagine what could go wrong. Oh, there's so many, so many things that could go wrong. It's, I mean, 
But really, I mean, honestly, though, one thing that made me this made me think of, you know, we're screening, we're asking them to do more screening and do more screening and send them to mental health professionals. But there's also an issue right now that the mental health professionals need therapy because they're they're seeing so much and having to deal with so much. They're not having the opportunity to debrief. So the therapists need therapists and there's no therapist for the therapist. And so how can the therapist be effective for others as well. So yes, the mental health field is already spread thin. And there were a number of professionals, uh, providers that left the field during and immediately after the pandemic because it was so stressful. Now we have medical professionals that are doing these screenings where there's more need. But if we don't have the infrastructure in place where there's resources for them, what is the point? What is the point of doing it? It's very frustrating. It's hard to wrap your head around, isn't it? Yeah. So this will be a story that we'll continue to follow on Noise Filter. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at hopepickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefuzzershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your health care providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right. Right.